What's up, family? <clears throat> Today is September 26, 2019. We're we winding down now. We're almost into a new month. You believe that? This year is flying by. Today, I want to talk about this book. It's an extraordinary book. Uh, once upon a time, this book was considered by Ebony, the uh, Bible for black folks. The book's called Black Labor, White Wealth. This is by Dr. Claude Anderson. Once again, this book is entitled Black Labor, White Wealth. The Search for Power and Economic Justice. Dr. Claude Anderson is the author of this book. This book, those of you who've heard about Dr. Claude Anderson, oh man, this brother is deeply, deeply into the struggle for black people and has been for almost, if not more than a half a century. Dr. Claude Anderson, the book is part one. It's how we got into this mess and the problem. We're going to talk about the problem today. The problem today is that after slavery, I'm sorry, after slavery, during slavery, we were put into a real mess, a real mess. We were promised one thing and then we were delivered something else. And that's the bad thing. See, never expect when somebody gives you a promise that they're going to deliver. You would think that their word is good, but in those days, even today, you can't trust people that look like you and damn sure can't trust people who don't look like you. But this particular book, Black Labor and White Wealth, the wealth was pretty much distributed after the 40 acres and the mule was promised or said, who knows if it was promised, but it was never delivered back in 1865 after all the slaves were free because they started freeing slaves in January in different parts of the country. They started freeing slaves in January 1865 and then the completion was July of 1865. Now, the 40 acres and the mule, as we all know, was not uh, given out to the slaves to start a new land, to start on their own. But in 1862, reparations was granted to the farmers in D.C., Washington, D.C., and some of the other parts of the country was granted reparations. They were given land because they knew that 
this type of uh, 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 slavery, or better yet, slavery was coming to an end. So what they did was they gave some farmers, some slave owners, they gave them more land as to say, we're sorry, but here's something that you could make some money with. For the money that you're losing, you're able to maintain what you were making. See, anytime you start dealing with people, you got to be very careful in their motive. The motive was to let the slaves go. But it wasn't really uh, offered to give them anything. It was just something that was said. Now, in Dr. Claude Anderson's book, there's a couple of... Uh, uh, let me see uh, things I want to read to you just to let you know that this is a deep, powerful book. And I would tell anybody to get this book for Christmas. The book came out in 1993. The book's been out a long time. And if you look at this book, and I'm sorry, if you read this book, you will see that the same stuff was going on then is even going on now. This is one of the things from the book. It's a title. This is title five. This is one of the things how they see black people. And this is why black people can't get ahead. This is a chapter. I'm sorry. This is uh chapter five. The titles call why blacks cannot emulate ethnic immigrants. Why blacks cannot emulate ethnic immigrants. This is one of the things that was published in the book. It says whites denounce blacks as lazy and lacking ambition while they resent black competition. They are argued by taxation for welfare and other social programs. but are equally angered by equal opportunity and affirmative action job policies for blacks. They mock the lower academy achievement of black children, then assign the best teachers, materials, and financial resources to white schools in the suburbs. They take the best and they keep it for themselves. They don't like competition. And the reason they don't like competition, because if we go up against anybody, we'll beat them. I'm talking about black folks. But see, this is how you put a stain on a people. But when you don't own anything, like the media, like as of today, back in the day, they didn't have media, but you know, you put people down. I'm going to read that again. Whites denounce blacks as lazy and lacking ambition while they resent black competition. They are argued uh, by taxation. I'm so sorry. My glasses and I can't really see this morning, but I am so sorry. They are angered not argued, angered by taxation for welfare and other social programs, but are 
equally angered by equal opportunity and affirmative action job policies for blacks. They mock the lower academic achievement of black children, then assign the best teachers, materials, and financial resources to white schools in the suburb. This is a heavy book. This is in chapter five. This is page 87 in the paperback. I would sincerely hope that those who hear my voice will go out and you can Amazon, you can go to, uh, well, most of your bookstores, but chances are you're better off getting it online through powernomics.com. But you see, they put us down, they talk about us, and then everybody else buys into that. And that's a sad, sad deal. See, back in the day, back in the day, I got something else I want to read to you. And, you know, I just think it's sad. Sometimes it's hard to, to, uh, to get to this stuff because how they've treated black folks all these years and they still treat us the same way. It says on page 164, it says how whites conditioned the blacks they enslaved. This is table 10. How whites conditioned the blacks they enslaved. The goals blacks were to be taught discipline, be inferior to whites, know their place, be backwards, childlike, be fearful of master, place master above self, surrender totally, see whites as superiors, be totally dependent, you see, be rationally divided. So basically, you check out the goals for whites for blacks. I'm going to say it again. Be taught discipline. Be inferior to whites. Know their place. Be backwards, childlike. Be fearful of master. Place master above self. Surrender totally. See whites as superiors. Be totally dependent. Be rationally divided. That's 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 what they've done. And that's why the black man has been so backwards and so brainwashed. And that's why we, we, we can't help or stand when one of ours uh, move on. We still have that enslaved mentality. That slave mentality. Even today. Yes, even today. Even your billionaires. They very have. They they don't say too much when it comes to certain issues. They keep their mouth shut because they want to continue to do business with the people that they do business that don't look like them. So in order to do that, you fall in line no matter how much money you have. Don't think because people have a lot of money that that make them superior because it doesn't. I'm talking about black folks and I'm talking about white folks. 
here's some of the techniques. I done read you the goals. Now here's some of the techniques blacks were subject to. Some of the techniques that blacks were subject to. Endless, hard, tenacious, dirty labor. Endless, hard, tenacious, dirty labor. Never seeing any blacks with power. Never seeing any blacks with power. The color line and Jim Crow. Say it again. The color line and Jim Crow. Plan ignorance and humiliation. See, they love to humiliate you. They try to humiliate you now. Whenever they get a chance, they will. Plan ignorance and humiliation. Physical, psychological deprivation. Deprivation. Denial of humanity and hope. Now here's one for all you black folks who love church. Religious. See, we, we, we give you the religious that you love. Humility and hopelessness. Religious, humility, and hopelessness. Master rewards and punish system. Impoverment, marginal existence. Impoverment, marginal existence. Destruction of family and racial unity. I'm going to say that one again. Destruction of family and racial unity. And when you take a look and you start to go through, if you get this book, which I pray that you do, you go and you check out this book. This is some powerful, and I mean powerful stuff in this particular book. When you hear Dr. Claude Anderson speak, the brother's been around, the brother's been around, and he's been talking about the fight. He's been talking about reparations before they really got off into reparations. But the masses don't want to hear that. They always say, what's the, the, the famous words? We'll study it. They're not going to study it. I just put that shit on the back burner and move on to something else. We ain't going to pay these niggas nothing. And that's the attitude. But yet, everybody else can get paid. Everybody else can get paid. But when it comes to black folks, they hate us to the point. They're never going to pay us for the labor that we put into this country. Because, see, people who don't know history don't understand. Black folks built this country. We have done everything for this country. We were here before this country. But that's another, that's another time in another book. And I'm going to bring that to you, and I'm going to bring that to you soon. But anytime the fear, we're just people. We can't help it because we're gifted. But see, your gifts have been basically taken away from you because they have trained us to be what we are. They want us to be animals. They want to put us in jail. They want to kill us. And we allow them to do that when our actions always outweigh 
you know, what we really are. Our actions always outweigh what we really are. Yes, you have those that are, you know, uh, people striving to be good human beings. And there's nothing wrong with that. But no one really cares about in this society, in this world that we live in. Don't nobody care nothing about how good you are. They only recognize the bad that we do. Nothing good. They love to put, you see, in the media, they love to put us in front of the whole world. But they don't put white folks in front of the whole world. But they put black folks. Soon as something bad happens, bam, they got a picture. Boom. And it's posted all over. And those pictures go all over the world. But that's what happens when you don't really own anything. And those who do own something, they try to block anything positive that we try to do. See, uh, brothers and sisters, a lot of times when we speak on these issues, people who do actually come out and speak on these issues, you know, you consider the troublemaker because black folks aren't supposed to have no knowledge. You have all the knowledge in the world. You just can't tap into it. Let's go back where when a child is showing any types of brilliance, what do they do? They try to come and give him something inferior. When a child is showing true brilliance, they take away anything that can help this child be even more brilliant. Not to say our brothers and sisters that teach, they do a great job. But sometimes the resources that the schools uh, are getting, they, 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 they just don't get those type of resources. They don't give you no type of advantage because they know with any type of advantage, you will dominate. They didn't want black folks in golf. Why didn't want black folks in golf? If you look at Tiger Woods, now you know why they didn't want black folks in golf. Black folks, what is it? Uh, 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 basketball, football, baseball, they're cheap sports. Uh, golf and tennis, they're expensive sports. That's what they always used to say. But you see Serena and Venus out of Compton. You see them, the best and the best. You take... Uh, Tiger Woods Tiger may not recognize himself as black but nigga look in the mirror you ain't gonna see nothing but a black face and I understand you want to give kudos to your mother because she's Thai and there's nothing wrong with that but she's a woman of color too I always remember that she's a woman of, uh, a woman of color you're a black man your father was a black man you are what your father is and you're a black man you're mixed you're biracial but you're still black no matter how you look at it because we have black Thai people we have black uh, 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 Asian people. We have black uh, Mexican people. Black folks are all around this world. The beautiful history, but they always want to keep you with that mentality of being a slave. Black folks, you are more than slaves and you have always been more than slaves. I'm going to give you a little clip on... What my brother, uh, my brother, Dr. Claude Anderson is saying, he was in speaking in August in uh, Long Beach. Yeah, they, uh, the student union, the black student union brought him in. 
and he was speaking. They was having, I believe, some type of, I'm sorry, some type of conference. So I'm going to play this little clip, and then we're going to close out. And I pray that my brothers and sisters get this book, because this book will tell you all about what you need to know. Black labor and white wealth. You got to get it. Stop buying all them toys. Check out my brother. Conservatives on the court, on the Supreme Court. He's already appointed almost 30 conservative justices to the federal courts to lock and box you all. Because they, they are conservatives. What does conservatism mean? You understand this. Conservative means that, because on the root word, to conserve. Those who got will get, those who ain't got will never get. Conserve means to hold on what you got and make sure nobody else gets anything. That's where conservatism comes from. And yet you hear all these people on TV talking about conservatives, conservatives. Not one black citizen say, what in the world would a black person be supporting conservatism for? What has he got to conserve? What is he conserving? Food stamp, welfare, public housing, slavery, Jim Crow, segregation. What is he conserving? You got to run back around. I'm a black conservative. Which means he, that here he is. Here he is running with the damn hound dogs, pretending he's a friend to the rabbit. And he's a black conservative. See, black folks want to fit in so bad, they don't understand what's really being said about them. And that's kind of sad. We want to fit in so bad with our former slave master's grandchildren that we don't care. Just please, master, just let me in. Please, let me in. That's all I want to do is be in the group. And we have to stop that, my brothers and sisters. We have to start thinking independently. We have to start thinking out the box. See, we're still thinking in the box. We have to start thinking out the box. Because we're still in that mindset. Still. I know a lot of you will hear this and may talk about it, may not. I don't know. But I'm not going to come to you with nothing foolish. Yeah, uh, sometimes, you know, still speaking on the mic and I might stumble a little bit on my words or whatnot, might have a, a, a mispronunciation of a word, but understand, don't worry about how I'm saying it. You worry about what I'm saying. Don't worry about how I say it. You worry about what I'm saying. This is real talk. This is not a script. I'm not sitting in front of somebody and we going back and forth. I want to do that, but right now, the, the schedule, it hasn't permitted me to do that. But understand what I'm saying. I'm telling you and passing on this information to help you. Maybe you might want to start a podcast. Maybe you might want to uh, 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 find another platform, a YouTube, a Facebook, Instagram, whatever. But the message is real. And there's one thing we need to stop doing is stop judging each other. White folks love when black folks judge each other. And that's all we do is judge each other. You know, somebody says, man, you act like you hate white folks. Well, man, I don't hate no white folks. Where the hell you get that from? Just because I speak on them? I ain't speaking about all white folks. But this is what it is. I have friends of all colors. They're my friends. The ones that are, that are my friends, true friends, I don't call them. Oh, man, I got, you know, I hear people say I got white friends or I got black friends or I got Hispanic friends or I got Asian friends. No, 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 no. When you're my friend, you're my friend. I don't have to put you in no category on what color you are because we friends. 
So I don't worry about when people say, oh, you you don't like white folks, because that's not true. I got a stepsister who's half white. So that's some crap. But see, then again, when people start to say that, especially when you get your own to saying it, black folks, when you get your own to saying that stupid mess, it's like, wow, you still are brainwashed. You just don't get it. You think just like they do. But the thing about it, they look at you as being more stupid. But you're not stupid. So don't act like you are stupid. Because they perceive you as being stupid. My brothers and my sisters, I wanted to put out this uh, uh, black labor, white wealth, and hope that you go out there and actually read it. It is a, damn, it's a, it's a hell of a read. This is the kind of stuff you can sit and this book will hold your attention until you're done and you still be want to lick the bowl some more because like, damn, I'm going to get some more of this. But when you go out there this, this holiday season, they're, 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 they're ramping it up for you already. Keep your money in your pocket. Your kids, get them books to read. You got to start teaching your kids today. I don't give a shit if they four, five, six, seven. You have to start teaching them today. When you wait, oh, you know, you want to see them with little toys and little push carts and stuff like that. You're damaging these kids. You're damaging them by giving them a white, uh, a white Santa, a fat man with a with a white beard in a red suit. You already damaged your kids. People don't understand this fake idolism because it's an idol. You 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 you're, you're praying. For stuff to an idol, Santa Claus. It's like you pray to the white Jesus on your wall. Another idol. You're idolizing these things that have nothing to do with nothing, man-made, uh, nothing but to get your money. And that's all it is. You, 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 you see, see, people who are so deeply religious, uh, Christians, they, 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 they brainwashed you with that. That's why black folks, what happens when, uh, when, uh, when politicians are running, where do they go? They go to the black church and the reason why they go to the black church, because they want that pastor to get his people. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's a good man. You know, uh, and then all of a sudden he puts that in your brain. And the next thing you know, on, uh, on, uh, uh, a voting day, you go out there and you vote for him. He puts that in your mind. He's black. He's, well, he's brainwashing you just like they brainwash you. You got to come out of that. Like uh, Minister Farrakhan also said, you got to come out of her. If you're not trying to come out of her, you're lost. And you're going to stay lost. It's like, it don't matter how much money a nigga have. It's like Don King once said, you could be a nigga with a PhD, you still a nigga. You can be a nigga with all the money in the world, but you're still a nigga. And that's how they look at you. Why? Because that's how you look at yourself and that's how you look at others. So it don't matter what kind of degrees you got on your wall. If you're not translating that over to something positive for your people and helping your people, then where are you going? You're not going anywhere. I would hope and pray that this message can get out. Like I say, don't worry about how I say it. You worry about what I'm saying. My brothers and sisters, I'm going to leave you with this. Our sister, our sister, Harriet Tugman, she said, I could have saved more if 
They didn't know they were slaves. Harriet Tugman, I could have saved more if they didn't know that they were slaves. You have a slave mentality no matter what type of position that you may have on your job. You still see them as better than you. A lot of you, not all. Let's always go back to not all. But a lot of you still see and feel that they're better than you. Where I work, I don't see nobody better than me. And I work in security. I don't see nobody better than me. Nobody. Where I work. I'm just as intelligent, if not more. But you're never better than me, no matter how much money you make. And you always remember that. All right, my brothers and sisters, I'm going to leave you. Oh, man. Remember, this holiday season, keep your money in your pocket, buy books, teach your kids, stop buying all these bullshit toys. Oh, it's a learning toy. There ain't no learning toys. They're junk. Teach them how to read. Take your time and teach your kids how to read. Take your time and have them understand what books and how to deal with money. Black kids don't know how to do, I'm sorry, don't know how to deal with money. Why? Because their parents don't teach them. You need to teach your kids how to read. Your kids are in high school, but they read at a sixth grade level or a third grade level. But yet they got the latest iPhones and they got the, uh, the latest Jordans, but they can't read. They go to college and they drop out of college. Why? Because they can't do the work. Because they can't read. Because they wasn't prepared. Because the parents don't take the time to train them up so they can read. Teach them education and stop letting them sit in front of a TV for 30, 40 minutes uh, on every hour. Make them study their homework. The Asians, they don't, their kids don't watch TV like we do. Black kids watch TV seem like shit. They get home from school, drop their books and get in front of the TV or, or, or start playing video games. Asian kids, a lot of them, they don't get to watch TV maybe an hour a day, maybe not even until the weekend. After their studies are all done, then they might get a treat and able to walk, uh, watch television. But we let our kids watch TV all damn day. Discipline, parents. Discipline. All right, my brothers and sisters. I done said what I had to say, but I'm going to say this. Get that book. Black Labor, White Wealth. Get that book. It's a must. Next week, we'll be talking about some more books. Or next week, we'll be talking about part two on the answer. See, this is the problem. Black labor, white wealth. Next week, we're talking about the answer. All right, my brothers and sisters. Have a great weekend. This is your brother, Ren, from Renell's Real Talk. We out of here. God bless.